Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to the Bean for Wednesday. First, with yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB were looking back at Tuesday um, in, in our ongoing, never-ending list of stories about where there's a labour shortage. It's f- farms now. Can't get people to work on farms. Um, do we need a year of national service? Does this mean the army? Is that what this person's talking about? We'll get into this shortly. Uh, Kate Hawksby's obsession with Meghan Markle continues, and uh, Marcus talks to his phone, and his phone talks back. Uh, but before any of that, uh, the fallout from Larry Williams's resignation continues. In your 27 years on ZB, and in my 25 years doing the farming show, these days the artist known as the country, we've had six prime ministers, Bolger, Shipley, Clark, Key, English, and yeah. Ardern. Yeah. Who are your top three in order? Uh, Key, Clark. Um, who else have we had? Who did you say? Bolger? Oh, no, I've had Longy as well. Bolger, Shipley, Ardern and English. Uh, I would put Key at the top. I'd put Clark uh, close behind. Did you mention Longies? Uh, see, I've been around. No, 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 only since you've been on ZB. Oh, OK. Um, who were the others? Uh, well, I've got I'll give Key, Bolger, Clark. Shipley. You've yeah. named Clark and Key, so you've got English or Jacinda. Uh or Bulger, of course. Yeah. Or Bulger, yep. Yeah, no, I'd actually, I'd, um, he was there briefly, but so is Jacinda Ardern. I'd uh, neck and neck, uh, Ardern in English. There you go. Well, I've gone, um, I'm with you, I've gone Key, Clark, and I think I've gone Ardern. Bill probably wasn't, or English wasn't probably there long enough. So here's question number two for you, Larry. Sorry yes. to take over your show. That's right. 9-11 is probably the biggest story of our life or anyone born after World War Two, or I think it is. That's all us baby boomers. Yeah. What, what's the next biggest? And I'll give you some options. You might come up with something else. The oh, you mean while I've been on air? Or, yeah, I mean no, no, locally? No, 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 just in your lifetime. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. The moon landing, JFK assassination, share market crash 87, GFC, uh, the tech revolution, Donald Trump being elected president. I don't know. You throw moon, one landing, me. moon landing and uh, Trump and Brexit. I mean, Trump was phenomenal. I never expected uh, Trump to get, uh, get in. I thought that was incredible. Yeah, those are interesting adjectives, aren't they? Uh, phenomenal and, and incredible, referring to Trump's election. Is that why Larry's going? Because he's just started using the wrong adjectives. Uh, is he going to work on farms? They need some help. I don't know what's going to happen 10, 15 years from now when all the, the, the wealthy owners that have bought one farm after the next, when they all die off and go into rest homes. <laughs> It's it's a puzzling what's happening because the banks won't finance. My wife and I just bought yeah. a very small block of land with a forty five thousand dollar deposit put down. Um, and when I say small, we're talking eight hectares. Um, in comparison, in the in nineteen eighty, a farm owner paid seventy seven thousand dollars for his fifty eight hectare block of land dairy farm. Um, and now it's on the market for 2.5 million or on an inflation calculator, and um, that's only 485,000. So I don't know where the other two million comes from, apart from a bit of greed and the inflation of the dairy dairy land market. By because farmers only make money when they sell their farms; exactly. they don't make money buying them. No. So um, there's a massive roar going on. And um, I'm just seeing it as I see it. I, I have 14 clients ranging from one end to the other end of the 
of the dairy farm sector, from right at the bottom to people that own the whole kit and caboodle. All right, Liam, um, Liam, you've given yeah. me a really great picture of, of everything, and, and some of it is good and some of it is bad, but of course the same thing's happening in the cities as well, with people making a capital gain oh, out of, out of just, houses. And it's just greed, Andrew, it's just greed. Okay. It's just simple greed, and... and Everything's been hiked up in price, so people want more and more for what they've what they've got, and it's just dirt. It's just dirt and grass. Um, Liam's a great multitasker. He, he sounded like he was like feeding out or something, like from a quad bike, while he was talking to the nation on the talkback. You go, Liam. Um, so he's busy. I don't think he needs to do a year of national service, as this guy has been proposing. What does that mean? And I suppose this idea of a national year of service is part of that part of that goal? Um, it is, Kerry, it is. Um, it, it, was, it was particularly sort of relevant in the last few weeks after our response to Christchurch, yeah. and it's something I've been thinking about for a long time. Um, I know a lot of my peers have sort of uh, not lost their way, but um, uh, have had some of their enthusiasm and energy sort of sapped away in this era of self-interest of ours, and um, I've had some experience in the territorials and you know, I love New Zealand, and mm. I think that there's a, a real call and need for a, for a structure that harnesses all that enthusiasm and all that energy that our best resource has, uh, which is our best resource, which is young people, and um, to do something that really uh, makes our country a better place. We can see it when when there's um, an incident or an occasion. We can see young people band together and respond beautifully, as we saw with the Student Volunteer Army and in the wake of the quakes in Canterbury, mm-hmm. do you think there just does need to be that sense of a higher purpose of, of galvanising young people together and doing a greater good? Absolutely, absolutely. As you say, it's there. The energy is there. Yes. What, what's, what's lacking is, is a framework and a structure um, to really make that um, sense of service a part of sort of our social DNA yeah, um, it exists in a lot of other countries in different ways, and it's something I refer to in the article. That sort of social cohesion is a really proactive policy in some countries, designed to really bind their population together. Oh, that's a relief. I thought they, they meant national service, like joining the army for a year. I can't, can't subscribe to that. To be honest, I'm not sure I can subscribe to. So, what did you say? Social cohesion sounds like hanging out with other people. Like, can't we just stay inside and watch Netflix melt cheese on things? That's what he's trying not to happen, isn't it? Anyway, uh, let's move on to Kate Hawksby's obsession with Meghan Markle. Uh, All radio hosts are obsessed. They have their pet obsessions, and for some reason, she's got it in for her. Right from the get-go, she's been a protocol breacher. She's never been one to do things the right way or the firm's way. From pantyhose to PDA to painting her nails dark instead of the royally approved soft pink. Markle is a lone wolf who I get the feeling won't be tamed by the royal family no matter how hard they try. The stiff upper lip has met its match. But these days, running your own programme, shirking the patriarchy, abandoning tradition, that's the cause du jour, surely. If the young royals are about regeneration and attracting a newer younger crowd, then surely she's right on message. The Instagram page, the ownership of her own life, despite marrying into an institution, that's got to be a vote grabber for the new breed of young royal fans. I'm personally not a fan 
of her approach, which I think at times can appear disrespectful. Her lavish New York City baby shower, for example, was to my mind taking the mick. But then I'm not in the demographic. An opinionated, divorced American feminist flicking the bird at the royal baby delivery team and saying, no thanks, I'll put a woman in charge, is surely like kombucha on steroids for millennials. So if the Queen, the British press and your nana disapprove, I think what Meghan Markle would say is... Who cares? Is it just simple envy, jealousy? Is she just annoyed that Harry didn't marry her instead of Megan and she ended up with Mike Hosking? I mean, that is a bummer. But take it from someone who ended up with Mike Hosking. I know. It's a bummer. Uh, we're going to uh, finish up uh, with Marcus talking to his phone for some reason. I've worked out how to do it too, guys. Guys, if you want to text 929 or if you want to call, the number is... It's fantastic. You're not so I'm not sure if that's um Siri or the Google Assistant um or Bixby. I don't know what kind of phone Marcus uses. Interesting that he's gone with the English male voice. Um, that'd be my least likely. That, that one's sort of that's a no nonsense kind of a a virtual assistant. That voice, isn't it? I prefer. I quite like the female English one. The, we need to do a study into that and what it says about your personality as to which voice you choose for your virtual assistant and what it, what it shows about your personality. Do we need... We probably don't need to, but I think it would be interesting. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, think of me as your virtual assistant uh, for the last 10 minutes and for another 10 minutes when I'm back with more News Talk ZB tomorrow. See you then.